belly up. I like wrestling podcast. You see what I did there? Are you gonna start? No, oh, yeah. Are you real right now? The greatest general manager. <laughs> Jesus. I'll allow it. That's that's peon moves. <laughs> yep, I like wrestling. Greetings, robots are known. Oh, I am the greatest general manager. Look at this. Sonny's not here, and I'm still in charge. And today I am joined by Kevin Wood. Oh my goodness, I've always been a fan of Wood. Oh good to yeah. Have you. Oh, Fuck good. Baron Corbin, though. Oh, we're not doing. This is AEW, sir. Oh, oh, sorry, sir. Yes, keep it together. Keep Mr. It together. General Manager, sir. Yes. Who else do we have at this table? The incredible intern, Ness. Oh, my favorite intern. My goodness. And we've got a lovely lady to my right. Who am I with? The Brooklyn Wolf of Makeup. This is April, you heard. Oh, my goodness. I've never seen so many good-looking people around one table. Oh, goodness. Uh, uh, so many good-looking people mm-hmm. a- and me. Oh, oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. We- for all you people who are enjoy bears, yes, he's a very sexy bear to my left. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he got that basic intern back. Oh, good. You, yes. you, uh, April, yeah. you have basic. to be nice to our internets. I don't like that he's basic. Sorry. Oh, goodness. Oh. Well, I need Mandy Rose fans. I'm not with it. Oh, wow. Shout out to Mandy Rose. I'm going to spend the next hour figuring out how I can make a clever uh, Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky joke over here. Oh, oh Lord. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Monica Lewinsky. It's funny that we said Mandy Rose and Monica Lewinsky in the same sentence. <laughs> oh! I believe that hey, to hose. you all. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Where's my cigar? Oh, shout out goodness. to the host. Shout out to the host. Hey, shout out to the host. So, for those of you listening, we're going to do something a little bit different today. So there will be no raw talk. Well, we can still oh, talk about God. raw, oh, but not the raw. Yeah. No, a different type of raw. Yes. Sunny, here we go. No, Sunny. <laughs> Shout out to Sunny, who is still lying on the sunny beaches of Saudi Arabia. Yes. yes I am still in charge. Kevin is not here, so technically, I am in charge. Yes. yes. No disclaimers. No yes. disclaimers, yes. As a matter of fact, everyone should take your pants off, because I feel we could do this much more comfortably. With oh, yes. yes. I'm Let's down. do this. Thank I'm you. I'm with it. Thank Let's you. Do Thank it. you. So, we're not going to have any raw talk. We're not going to have any SmackDown talk. Oh. This show is solely dedicated to one all elite wrestling. I just had a quarter of an orgasm knowing I don't have to talk about Raw or SmackDown. Oh, I'm so happy yes. I talk about Raw. Oh. Or SmackDown. Praise. Oh. AEW, all elite wrestling, had their inaugural pay-per-view this past weekend. I hosted a viewing party at one Jack Dempsey's, accompanied by the lovely Brooklyn Wolf of Makeup, April. So when did you watch the show? I uh, watched it on my phone at uh, my friend's wedding in Toronto. Shout out to uh, to Jackie and uh, Jake. I think that was the name of the groom. Shout, uh, shout out to all our Canadian fans, too. Yeah, shout all out. of you. Yes. Shout, out to, <laughs> shout out to Degrassi. Do you all remember Degrassi? Oh, oh God. Poor Jimmy. Whatever Damn, it takes. Shout out to my son, Jersey Drake. Oh, I can make shout it out to Drake, yes. Marco and Dylan. So you yes. watched AEW on your phone. <laughs> Where did no. you watch AEW, sir? Um, I watched it at my girlfriend's barbecue. I had to practically force them to do it. Oh, shout God. out to Dominique. Oh, shout out to Dominique. Ah, that's yes. a good girlfriend, I'm man. I love the dedication that we went to so many. Y'all went to lovely events and still had the audacity to watch this, and I praise yes. both of y'all. Hmm. 
I, I wouldn't watch Raw if you paid me to watch Raw. Oh, we're not missing goodness, nothing. Goodness, goodness, goodness. We, but we're, we're not. We're not. We're, we're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about the wrestling, wrestling company of the moment. All elite oh. wrestling. So let's jump in. The show started with the lovely Cody and Brandy Rhodes and a very pretty a uh, husky. I believe is the dog. They have a white husky. I believe so. He brought ghosts. Yes. Oh. So is that what, what's the dog's name? Yeah, but uh, what's the, the dog's actual know. name? It's uh, I didn't know they had It's uh, Pharaoh. 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 So they showed up in a SUV. Cody, Brandy, and the dog. And normally, pretty women carry around lap dogs. Rarely do you have a full-grown dog, so but they beautiful. made it work. They look. That is one good-looking couple. That is they are beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god! Can we just shout out the interracial relationships for a second? Oh yeah, yes. oh, definitely. And definitely. shout out to. Uh, Alexandria Casio Cortez, who also shouted them out this weekend. She yes, did. yes. And a lot uh, of people were in the house at AEW. We'll get that to a moment. But yes, the show started with the lovely Cody Rhodes, his lovely wife Brett. He caught himself a good black girl magic yeah. on that one. Yeah. Ro- roll tied to those chin lines, man. Yeah, those are some in shape people. Gorgeous. Dude, Just even gorgeous. The do- even the dog was pretty. It's like, yeah. oh, no. Yo, this whole family's yes. beautiful. You know, like, damn, the car was pretty. The dog was Everyone was pretty. And so we thought the flares were something. Oh my the roads God. are yeah. on a new Yeah, they were on a roads. That that guy came from Dusty Rhodes' nutsack, guys. Yeah. That so is oh, impressive. Right. Imagine that. Shout out to the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, actually, he took on his brother later in the show. We'll get to that. But, uh, yes, the show started with them stepping out of the car, and then the battle royal was underway. What do you all think about that? Um, it was an interesting concept, the uh, Casino Battle Royal. So, uh, the I, I I didn't catch like the the full match. What was the format again? It starts so I with I think it was starts with five people, and then they stay in the room for three minutes, and then another five, three minutes, then five. Cause I think it was only twenty one. Then it was like then it was like lucky twenty one. So they had like Casino Las Vegas buy in Casino Rex. Double or nothing. So it's I love that. An interesting concept, you know. I mean, at the I appreciate them. Trying to reinvent the wheel, reinvent the uh, the battle royal match. Um, you know, it's it, the, f- the the idea of the format when when I heard about it was a little weird to me, a lot weird to me. I'm gonna be honest. It's like wait, so there's five and there's five more, so it's kind of like the like war games, but it's also like, but it worked. It worked. The thing um, I loved about it is that it's something new. I think that's what we all think. It's just something new, something fresh. It's not the Royal Rumble. They're just trying to do their own thing. And I love the Vegas theme. Yes. It's beautiful. Well, they have to differentiate themselves from WWE in any way they can. So they are going to take any opportunity to be different. So, yes, it is hard to do a Battle Royal and it not be the Royal Rumble. Because yeah. like, how do you have a bunch of men come inside? You see what I did there? No. Boom, 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 how do you do it without it being the Royal Rumble? So this is how you do it. Do it five at a time, and then, yes. you know, stop at 21. Here's my thing. Um, I've seen a lot of Royal Rumbles, Battle Royals in my day, but never in my 38 years have I seen a man with no legs do a 619. Never saw that before until Double or Nothing. Yes. That was amazing. A man with no legs did a 619, and it connected. Please explain that to me. Yes. I don't know where he came from. I don't know, but uh, shout out to Lieutenant Dan. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, oh God. MJF is the uh, 
we'll, we'll talk about this about how you know we, we know the elite guys and some of the other guys on this show but there's a whole undercard of guys that are kind of getting exposure for the first time and i knew a little bit about mjf after watching this show i i'm, I'm in on mjf he's awesome and anyone who can make me laugh about uh, Lieutenant Dan joke about a person who actually is missing legs, like uh, yeah. So there's a there's a wrestler named Zach Goward who has one leg, and I've never seen a man with no legs not only compete in a battle royal but actually have offensive. I had to look twice at the TV screen. I had never seen such a thing. But yes, everyone in that ring was so different you know we had different yeah. races we had different styles and i love that like we had their first like they had their first femme gay man oh sunny kiss like, i believe whoa. is his name yes sunny Su- kiss Sun- yeah yes and his little gesture of him just bringing guys faces in and doing he, i don't know tommy his, dreamer's head disappeared yeah. up the boy's ass <laughs> yeah. yes shout out to extreme yes that's what it called extreme and that. i liked it because it didn't last too long like I yes. really enjoyed it. Yes. Just I, I'm so ready to see what's to come for that. Yeah, just just looking at the talent in that ring. It's like yeah. damn. Well, first off, I've never seen an all elite show before, so all of these people look completely new to me. Like I I didn't know any of them. However, I do know Sunny Kiss from mm-hmm. indie shows and mm-hmm. such. Um, Sonny actually thought that he would be good to be on this podcast, but I was like, nope, there's only one room for queens in this castle. That's me. That's me. That's Mm -hmm. it. um, So to see him actually come out was like, oh, okay. So a lot of people I saw, I was like, oh, wow, he's here. Now, there was a very, very large man with no shirt on. And at first I thought that was my ex-boyfriend, but it turned out that was not. Who was this humongous individual? There I had no idea, but he was throwing guys out the ring like there was no tomorrow. He threw himself out the ring. He was huge. He was as big as a duplex. I don't know who like that was. Huge. He was like a sumo or something. Because yes. he was a big boy. Who was that? Do you know who this is? I'm not sure. Samoa Joe's cousin. Oh, oh. He, he looked like three Samoa Joe's. <laughs> and Samoa Joe won is quite enough for me. But I think he threw um, Luke Perry's son just... Threw him out yes, the ring. Luke Perry, like, son, he threw himself. He did a tope over the top rope. I was like, my mm-hmm. God. This man, yeah, that man could move, though. Yeah. I was like, okay. It was yeah. a very interesting battle royal, but it was won by one Adam Hangman page. So. Yes, Hangman. You, you know what the, uh, you know what Hangman, you know what the, the name Hangman is for, right? Do explain, it's a uh, It's his dick. Oh. Hangman is his dick. He has a big dick. Really? He has a big. D- he. Uh, he's always been my favorite wrestler. I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Know he. Uh, don't he. You know. He's like a cousin of mine. You know. Wood. Oh Dick, Dick, goodness. You know. Hangman. No, but uh, yeah. Him and uh, Joey Ryan had a feud about a year ago yeah. that involved uh, murder and drinking pee yeah. and dick dick suplexes. It was yeah. great. God. It was great. It's uh, like living in Newark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what dicks and murders and. Piss! Oh my! Yes. Shout out to Hangman's dick. Shout out to yes. Hangman's dick. What do you think about the Battle Royal, Nance? I enjoyed the Battle Royal, but I love Hangman. I think he was right to deserve it. He definitely yes. deserves a title oh shot. God, he he definitely does. deserves everything mm-hmm. that he's done because him in the Bullet Club oh. at the time oh. was incredibly amazing. And yes. he was underrated, I feel. Yes. But he has great moves. He's not like every other wrestler in a bullet club like no super kicks nothing he just loves moonsaults he's a very unique guy i say well yeah can we talk about the the awkward uh news story last week of the the match with him and Pac, which was the first aka or formerly known as neville uh Shout out to neville. 
that they they were supposed to have a match, and then it was it was literally the first match that they advertised when they had the AEW press conference, and then it gets canceled. But then they did it in 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 in, in England. Apparently, the, um, Pac was having creative issues that he didn't want to lose the belt because he's like undefeated in the Indies, and then they were saying something about his passport having issues. There was no solid story, so they literally gave us the match for free on YouTube, which was a great match, by the way, and it would have fit perfectly on the card, but there wasn't really a set story as to what happened. Basically, Neville's a bitch. And apparently, he was having issues with WWE, and that's why he left. Like, they thought, oh, it was WWE's fault. No, yeah. Neville's just being a little drama queen. I, he is the definition of a butter face. Oh, from the God. neck down, he is amazing, but from the neck up, oh, dear. He an elf. He's, He's Alabama's abortion. Like, right Whoa! Sorry, no disclaimers. No disclaimers. Man, no disclaimers. I, <laughs> it, it, it's just it's it's a little weird to me. Like, how can you be in wrestling in 2019 and say I'm not going to lose a match? Undertaker lost at WrestleMania. Like, stop oh, being. Somebody go tell Pac to stop being the Kyrie Irving of W of, of Ooh, professional Kyrie. wrestling. Mixed I love it. I love the basketball. Mixed I Love the basketball. Oh, is that basketball? I thought that was football. I knew it was a sport. I thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're talking over <laughs> April and. Head, please. Hey, go Warriors, by the way. Well, anyway, next fuck match. Fuck you. Kick him out. Shout fuck out to you. Oh, go, fuck oh, the Warriors. The, the intern. Oh, 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 hey. I take that very seriously. It, fuck the quiet Warriors. Quiet intern. I will take away your college credit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh good. Shall we move on? Or yes. you, do you just want to settle it like men in mud pits? Do you want to do that, mm. or shall we move on? I'm no, so down no. with that. Uh, Look, I'm down with it, I'm, too. I, I, think, I think we're good. Here, here. Aww. Shake. Shake, friend shake. Oh, good. There we go. Damn it. Horrible. I was hoping for a mud wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Yes. In any event, Kip Sabian defeated one Sammy Guevara. I don't know who the yeah, people I were, but that was a great match. Real. <laughs> <laughs> again, I feel like this is the, the thing that I'm excited about with AEW is that like they have an actual platform, you know, uh, and, th- and we're going to get to see a lot of talent that otherwise wouldn't have gotten – uh, a spotlight guys that True. WWE would, would overlook guys that even like Ring of Honor and Impact Shout might out overlook. To Ring of Honor and Impact. Although Impact, uh, d- d- are they even dead. still? Yeah, it's kind of. I believe they, they come on uh, channel nine hundred seventy six. It's the yes. Jewish public access channel. That's oh, Jewish public. Shout out! Shout out to my friend Lenny. He's probably, oh, Lenny. He's probably watching that. Did I meet Lenny at your birthday? You I did. Him. You yes. did. Oh yes, you that's did. a cute one. He has a very cute friend named Lenny. Shout out to Lenny. Wow. Oh, hey. He is. So instead of talking about this match, how about we talk about the announcing because we got the return of one Jim Ross. Yes, the voice of Raw is now the voice of AEW. What did you all think about that? Yay or nay? I, I think uh, I give it all the yays except for he was great, Excalibur was great. Who's the third guy there again? And that's me. I assume it was Ruby Riot. That's what that guy, hey, hey, whoa. No, 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 that no, wasn't, no, 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 wrong it show. Damn it. I thought it no, was. No, that's fake news, Teddy. She's a little hard <laughs> of the face. But so, whoa. <laughs> she, she is. So, April and Nez, what do you all think of the voice of Raw becoming the voice of AEW? He sounded different. How so? Like, he just, I guess he sounded, like, lighter, and he just sounded more excited. You know, like, when he was on Raw, yeah, you got to be commentator, because, you know, it's the same matches. You go through the same card before. Yes. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was something completely new. We had different people, different, the energy was different. Mm-hmm. So if, I felt like he fit in, like, how he was back in the 90s. And I'm here mm. for it. I enjoyed it. Yes. He sounded 
he did sound excited. He seemed into it more. Mm-hmm. It's just like uh, I forgot the the uh, commentator's name on who got moved to NXT. Moro, yeah, Mauro he has, yeah, yeah, he has that same type of energy when it comes to AEW. Yes. Just because yes. it's something new and something he's excited for, and I appreciate everything about that. It, uh, if you guys haven't gotten a chance to on YouTube, they have the uh, the series Roads Double or Nothing, and they have an episode where they talk about where they introduce it, they announce that he's going to be calling the show, and he's going to be part of AEW. It's really great. Uh, he talks all about. You know his wife dying and yes. how he doesn't want to, yes. how he doesn't want to give up and he's not ready to retire and it, it just it's like like watching that and then seeing him on the sh- or hearing him on the show and obviously growing up he's the voice of my him and Michael Cole are the voices of my of my wrestling experience so true. and it's it it means a lot you know also when you when you consider that like he's calling. Flair and Steamboat in the 80s. He's calling Austin McMahon in the 90s. He's calling he he's calling Cena's championship matches in the 2000s, and now he's calling AEW and everything in between. Like it's it's really it's it's cool. I was waiting for him to say, "By God, he got a family." <laughs> That's exactly. I was waiting for it. <laughs> My God, this man's gonna. At the end, wow. I thought he he's broken it. in half. <laughs> He probably wanted to say that when Cody took on Dustin, but then he realized, wait, they are family. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that blood fest will get to you oh in a minute. Oh, my God. So we had a tag team that likes to hug. I would notice that. Whenever two men hug, you've got my complete and undivided attention. The best friends took on Angelico and Jack Evans. In a ta- there was a lot of hugging going on in that match. A lot of flying and a lot of hugging. Lots of flying, lots of hugging, and not the annoying way that Bailey does it, but yeah, they were hugging whoa, up a storm whoa, in that match. Whoa, whoa, let's not go out. Do my you want to be hugged by Bailey, sir? Yes, I, yes, I would. I Bailey? Thought, I thought you were into Carrie Zane and Oscar types. I mean, that's like, I mean, yes, I know. I oh, plead the, the fifth. Know what I'm Ladies and gentlemen, I plead the fifth. Yeah, the viewers know what I'm talking about. You won't get it out there. Congratulations, Sandy. I'm actually speechless <laughs> i'm on to you sir but no uh yeah the boys were hugging a lot in that match i couldn't quite figure out why because i don't hug my best friend that much i think i've hugged <laughs> the last time i hugged kathy was like 2007 and she was crying at the time so i don't <laughs> yes i don't know do you hug your best friends as much as these two do not that much no uh somewhat you know you do the you Sometimes. do the bro hug you know the you know the 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 thing no, and the thing. You're getting a no sell from. You're getting a no sell from. I'm the getting a no sell from the intern. He's losing all his college credit. Um, you know, you do the uh, the, the dap. You mean the half handshake, half hug? Yeah. Even though whenever I do that, I try to like like shake the hand and then go in for a real hug. Cause cause the dap is just like so impersonal, man. It's just like that. That's fake. No, these guys hugged it out. These yeah. these were chest to chest. It was like I was here for it. I'll listen. I'm yeah. a, can we get Ricochet and Roman to do oh some of these God. hugs, please? Add can some we? Finn in there. Oh, oh yes. Oh, Let Finn geez. and the Usos just hug can we each actually other. Actually, have the men from the Money in the Bank just have one, <laughs> big, <laughs> one big hug. Big hug. Even <laughs> even even Brock. Like, won't he just like? No, won't he like kill them? No, we could put a Sammy. Uh, Brock only hugs Sable. That's mm-hmm. and maybe Paul Heyman. Those are the only ones. Yeah, that with hugs. or without their permission. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting hugged, and that's the end of it. So fine. We got some ladies coming up here. We had Dr. Britt Baker, who defeated Kylie Ray and Nyla Rose, and believe it or not, Awesome Kong showed up. For those of you who are into WWE, that would be Karma. For those of you who don't watch wrestling and only Netflix, she's on the show called Glow. Yes. Yep. Welfare Queen. 
Yes, yes she plays welfare the, queen she's also. Amazing on so the show, I wish she is. I thought her wrestling career was over because yeah. she's an actress now. Can Can I just say that like whatever is the award, the Emmy, the the Oscar, the Lemmy, the whatever it is, the the Slammy, she should have been nominated for that for for Glow. Oh, like, no, she was great in Glow. She was amazing, and it's is ridiculous that somebody who has no acting experience like that was that good. That whole show was amazing. Oh, so I love so that good. Show. If you haven't like like seriously, if you haven't watched that fucking show and you're listening to this podcast, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> Go to your Netflix machine as we speak and watch season two. There are two seasons of Glow. Yeah. Two seasons, yes. I think season three is in a couple weeks too. Yeah, all right. Check out Glow before the new season. You will be able to see Awesome Kong. Yes. Yeah, Actually, you also see Carlito. He, he stars in that show too. Yeah, he, that's plays, right. yeah. he plays, he plays one the, the Samoans brothers. Yes. Um, brother. Yes. So yeah, this so was a great match. It was shocking to see Awesome Kong come out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I thought she was retired, but the ladies put on a decent match. Pay attention, WWE. So what do you guys think of that ladies match? We got an AEW version of Bailey. Mm-hmm. We got an AEW version of Nia. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we got Adam Cole, Bay Bay's Bay. There we go. Bay. His Bay Bay. His yeah, Bay Bay. Bay Bay's Bay. So many Bay's. what did you think of the ladies uh, outing? <laughs> I enjoyed it. But the funny thing is about Awesome Kong, it was weird because before the match began, I scrolled on YouTube and I accidentally clicked on my liked videos and it was like uh, wrestlers we wish will turn in the 2019 Royal Rumble ah. and her face was karma. And I was nice. like, whatever happens to her? What if she comes back? And then I saw Awesome Kong. I was like, what the fuck just happened? That was a <laughs> great surprise. That was a Matrix was, moment for yeah. them. That's like, that's like when it said on Wikipedia that Chris Benoit died like two days before he actually died. Oh, damn. Oh, oh, Way to suck the air out of the room, Mr. <laughs> Wood. My word. Hey, so Britt Baker won, guys. Well, yes, mm-hmm. she did. Yes, she did. She's a real dentist. She... Is. Oh, really? Yes, she's a real dentist. I didn't know that. Look at that. Look what you learn on the Yappa Lock Wrestling Podcast. You learn information. People. I would let her look at my teeth. Oh, dear. Um, See, again, oh, the room so is so dry. <laughs> again. And then she would be like, you have 10 cavities. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, no, it's great. And it, it, it seems like they are making an effort to sort of position her as the star of the division, mm-hmm. which is like fine even though i'm i again like i i go back to like i don't know why they just didn't give uh impact a bunch of money and steal scarlet bordeaux and tessa blanchard from them because i feel like uh a whoa fuck you she used to she used to date ricochet so fuck tessa blanchard well her fuck casey contazaro do you can block me on twitter but i'm very patient bitch you're not gonna hide from me yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just like you. It like AEW is clearly trying to position her as the sort of star of the division, and I, I'm fine with that. And again, like the a lot of the the mid card issues that I have will sort of write themselves in time as more of these shows come along and we get to know more of who these people are. But I definitely saw that like the women's match, and I was like, like this is great. But I want to see them develop this division a little more. Yeah, we have to remember, this was their basically their inaugural outing. So yes. everything is going to have to be polished and tweaked <coughs> and brought up and fleshed out. But I mean, as a first go, I don't think the ladies were bad for their first go out. No, it was Great. fine. Live under the, the big lights, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, I, th- I think the ladies did you know, a very good job compared to some of the other things that we've seen. 
So. Oh, no, definitely. So, yeah, but, yeah, they, the entire... Everyone is going to have to be a bit polished off because, yeah. actually, they... I don't know if this is rumored or really. Have they been given a TV deal on TBS or TNT? TNT. 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 Is this, is this legit? Over? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, look at this. They're coming to actual television. So, yeah. So be on TNT everything. on Tuesday nights. So, yeah. So, everyone's going to have to be, you know, polished off and worked out. And same thing here. We've had, I don't know, 87,000 co-hosts of Yep, I Like Wrestling until we finally got it right. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to a few co-hosts who no longer... Live. Yeah. Any, any, R.I.P. Roger Adams. <laughs> oh dear. Oh goodness. Oh God, he's in an airplane today. I'm knocking on wood. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Roger. That was a joke. <laughs> so aside from those ladies, we had another ladies match, and there are a lot of Japanese names, sir. So I'm going to hand it to you. Please pronounce Wait, some of these. Wait, but names. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not, I, I, I'm not Japanese. You, but you know all the indie names, sir. You know them better. Because if I say it, it's just going to sound racist. I think it's so. I, I believe it's Hikaru, Shida, Ryo, and Ryo Mizunami defeated Yuka Sakazaki. Oh, Emmy Sakura and Aja Kong. Yes, Aja Kong is the <laughs> is the one name here that <laughs> that is easy to say, but also is like relatively well known among like indie wrestling fans, people that follow Japanese wrestling. Um, she looked like someone's grandmother out there. She was. She is a grandma. Oh, but oh, she wow. looks. Oh, okay. it, it's interesting. I, I saw a comparison um, on the first ECW show. They had a matchup. Uh, with um, Michinoku pro, pro Wrestling, they had a bunch of wrestlers on there, and I like Taka was one of the wrestlers. And, and shout out to Taka Michinoku. And it was this whole thing where a lot of American wrestling fans saw it, and they were just like, "Oh shit! Like, what is this?" And it, and it opened the door to a lot of people that in the '90s who had been watching ECW, WCW, WWF. Uh, that started following more stuff that was happening in Japan. And there was a lot of comparisons between that match and this match, which I thought was interesting. Um, you know, the, the, the match was fine. I didn't, get, I didn't catch a, a whole lot of it. Um, I watched the whole thing in awe because I didn't know any of them. But for some reason, I did kind of know who Aja Kong was. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not the indie mark here. I am, yeah. I am, I am, I, the only reason I watched WWE is for one Ricochet. So, Indie Marks is not my thing, but for some reason, I knew who Aja Kong was, and the fact that she was old as hell out there wrestling, she, she broke a box over another young lady's head. It was like, <laughs> that's a grandma move. For all our Spanish listeners, that's an abuela move right there. If you piss abuela off, she's going to hit you in the head with something. I mean, the chocolate. I mean, cho- yeah, chocolate, the extension I mean, cord, anything. Japanese grandmothers, they they, they don't fuck <laughs> around. Either. Not that I not that I know from experience, certainly. But like, they don't fuck see, around. See how the secrets spill out on this podcast. In any event, yes, it was a very interesting match. There were a lot yeah. of high spots, and yeah, so they did a I good mean, job. I can say that this was one of the least entertaining ones, but it still had my attention at the same time. Yes, because they just literally put all their. You know, New Japan, you know, in one ring, and let's see what they can do. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of good spots, but a lot of it was just more low. But it still had my attention at the same time. Yeah. So they may have to develop their, you know, Japan wrestlers and get y- something y- with that. Yeah, and a lot of this comes to, again, like context. And a lot of these guys between, like, this and, you know, the Kip Sabian, Sammy Guevara match, a lot of this is 
guys that maybe if you were following them very specifically you know who they are yes but it's and or you know maybe if you're watching like being the elite i don't even know if some of these guys were on that um in time once you get to know them then it's it's different you know uh on on a wwe show they could bring out guys from nxt and people that follow wwe will at least have an idea of them so it's like with this it, it it it's part of the building process. But is it me or does Aja Kong look a little bit like Mandy Rose? Because that's who I thought it was oh, in the purple, no? Good lord. I didn't have my glasses on. I don't know. Don't, don't. Shout out to Lenscrafters. <laughs> I may need a new pair of prescriptions. But in any event, um, I, th- I thought it was good because I didn't know a lot of these ladies. But it wasn't like what I call the Bella effect. There were no pretty ladies in there who couldn't wrestle. And oh, they yeah. were just out there in their bikinis to please no, you disgusting fought. straight men. Can, no, can I? All these women knew how to wrestle. Yeah. Can I say that? Like, I, I think the days of pretty ladies who can't wrestle are kind of done. Yeah. Like, I, I not quite. Unfortunately, Liv Morgan's still around. And oh my still goodness! Actually, she's been gone for like a month. She's, she's been gone, but I'm just I'm saying like Mandy there's Rose still there's. There. There's a big difference between WWE in 2008 when they're trying to oh tell us that, God. like, yeah. Kelly Kelly is the biggest oh women's wrestler in the world. And, like, now. Yeah, well, oh, even, like, the Bella Twins, like, they kind of, like, breed in necessarily. But, like, Nikki, the last couple of years that she was wrestling, like, like she she fit into the women's, rest, women's revolution. Maybe not Bree so much. Maybe not Alicia Fox and some of the, the, the people from that era. Nikki Bella, like, when she was on SmackDown in 2016, 2017, like, she, she didn't look out of place amongst, like, Charlotte and Natalia and some of those guys. Well, I'm never a fan. Staring so. down the barrel of a disclaimer, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so. you back away. I'm never a fan of Nikki Bella. You can yeah. never put Charlotte Flair in Nikki. But after watching these ladies in AEW, I didn't get the, oh, she's just here because she's pretty. I never yeah. got that because a lot of those ladies were not the prettiest. No. But they can all go. So I never got that, oh, look at this hoe. Yeah. But, you know, Do you so. think this is setting up for a six-woman tag team championship? Oh, God, no. Oh, Jesus. Everyone doesn't need a belt for Yes, oh, my God. Too soon for that. It makes it look cheap if everyone gets a belt. If everyone can get their hands on a belt, it just makes it look cheap. Although, I must say, I I hear a lot of that, especially coming from, like, people that are more followers of Ring of Honor and stuff like that. New Japan has, like, 20 titles. New Japan has so many titles. New Japan has... They have a tag team title. They have a six-man title. They have a lightweight title. They have a lightweight six-man title. That's true. That That is true. But also... It's just like you'll watch like Wrestle Kingdom and then this guy comes out and you're just like, what? He's a champion too? And and (laughs) you'll you'll have like the the random guy that walks out and he's got like three belts and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Yes. Don't mind me. I'm just silently trying to sneak a cookie. Don't mind me. I don't don't listen to me. Keep talking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, that would be interesting. Or you know, I mean, they they could have a women's tag division first. And and I've never understood why tag divisions always have to like hard and fast be two man. Oh yeah, Yeah. two man (laughs) tag teams. Like, why couldn't we have like when the New Day were tag team champions? Why couldn't we have them have like some matches where it's two on two and other matches where it's three on three? Yeah, isn't that the free bird rule? Like, 
Well, the Freebird rule is like, like if we all have the titles, we're all the champions, but oh. only two of us can defend at a time. Yeah. I never understood why it couldn't just be, why can't all of them defend? The Spirit Squad once, like, they had the tag team titles, they did the Freebird free rule, and they all had belts. Shout like, out to the Spirit Squad. Yeah, wherever yeah, they that's are. That's true. When um, even in NXT with um, Undisputed Era, you know, Adam Cole had the North 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 American Championship, and then one of the I don't know all their names, but the two of them had a belt, and then the other one's like the lonely one. It's like, yeah, it's your belt, uh, sir. <laughs> yeah, why can't we just have like belts for everyone? Yeah, like six man titles are cheap. If everyone has a belt, no, everyone on the team. It's like these kids now; they're so soft. If their team loses, they still get a trophy. I say, don't that. give the kid nothing. Yeah. Teach him you're a loser and do <laughs> better next time. That's yeah. Like, oh, God. I fucking no 24-7 titles. Oh, oh God. I can't. No. Please. No. <laughs> Can, boo that title. Boo. boo. We got four boos here, I ladies and gentlemen. I'd rather wear a condom than wear that belt. <laughs> I would rather wear some, like, weird red face paint. That's the... That's me trying to that's me trying to transition to the that's me trying to transition to the best match on the show, guys. Oh, okay, Sorry. okay, so that was the hardest segue I've ever seen. But moving forward, <laughs> I see where you're going, but wait, it worked. Yes, yeah, I know that was a fail. Uh, we tried. Hey, Sunny, add in the uh, Price is Right losing horn here. Yeah. Do you know who he is? He's the guy who invites you over for Netflix and chill, and then whips his dick out before the movie starts. Like, damn, could you? Wait until the movie starts, please. Jesus. That's what he is. Aww. But I will go, sir. Cody Rhodes took on his brother, <laughs> Dustin. For those of you who don't remember these two, Stardust took on Goldust. If you still don't remember, Dashing Cody Rhodes took on... Jesus Christ, they've had a <laughs> the, lot of fucking The natural kids. Dustin Rhodes? <laughs> the natural Dustin Rhodes. Oh. Uh, and then before that... Dusty Rhodes semen took on Dusty Rhodes slightly older so. semen. Yeah. <laughs> These two have had more gimmicks than I have, you know, goddamn. Guys. <laughs> Ball oh, hairs. Thank you, Nez. Thank you. What? So. These two have had more gimmicks than I've had guys. He was calling me a whore, you know, but uh. when you're right, you're right, Nez. In any event, so here's the best part of this match. Before the match happened. One Brandy Rhodes reached under the ring and handed her gorgeous husband a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. And he proceeded to walk up the aisle towards a throne that was just randomly there for no reason. They never explained it. And then we got the reason why the throne was there. Cody Rhodes destroyed a throne with a sledgehammer. And for those of you living under a rock or in Arkansas, uh, this was a... Uh, yeah. This was a shot at one Hunter Hearst Helmsley, who often would use a sledgehammer. And how many WrestleManias did he come out a sitting on a throne? So yeah, this was Cody Rhodes' shot at uh, Triple H. What do you all think of he this? He dethroned opening? the King of Kings. Shout out to uh, Dave. That was a great way to start a match. I've always loved the word dethroned because it's very close to deep throat. So what Aww. did you think of this sledgehammer? Uh, I mean, I thought it was perfectly fine. I think that there's a lot of people trying to read more into it than there actually is. Like, don't do that. Don't get worked, bro. <laughs> I, I, I will say that, like, me and uh, I mentioned him earlier, Roger. Shout out to uh, Roger Adams. Uh, I'd say every three weeks we have a, a text uh, exchange that's a hypothetical of, like, well, what if, like, AEW was owned by WWE? This is a conspiracy theory, ladies and gentlemen. There is no facts about this. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying, like, you know, like... 
Triple H calls them out at the Hall of Fame. Cody's doing this. You know, like, like if 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 Triple H walked out on the, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. There, there's antitrust laws. There's all ki- kinds of reasons why it wouldn't happen. But like, you know, like, what, like, what if? It's, it's very, yeah. it's very convenient. It's, it's very convenient. Well, people think that Cody was taking a shot at Triple H, but they forget during the Hall of Fame ceremony, Triple H did call AEW a pissant company. So no, mm-hmm. he took the first shot. He started it, and this was Cody's um, response or receipt, as they say in wrestling. So, but yeah. I love it. If you notice, when Brandy Rhodes was watching her husband demolish it. Did you read her lips, what she said? Yeah, she was like, she said, break it down. Break it down, which is yep. a DX shot, like right there. So I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, leave it to the black woman to throw some shade. She's like, yes, bitch, break it down. Yeah. Now, there was a lot of discussion on Twitter about this because obviously there was a lot of people that thought like, oh, that was a fun, cool moment. There was also a discussion about AEW being obsessed with WWE. And I'm curious where you guys stand on this because it's like you you can't pretend like wwe doesn't exist you can't not not acknowledge it in any kind of way but also like AEW has to exist on their own and they can't just sort of like like i guess like the the thought process is doing something like that is existing in wwe's shadow and I'm curious. I don't know if that's like the right way to articulate it, but I'm just curious what you guys think. think yes, of that. what you think okay. of the, the the throne spot? Okay, I thought it was amazing. I yeah. love the fact <laughs> that as soon as he got the hammer, the crowd went crazy, and he looked at the knew. throne. Yeah. They they just knew exactly what was going to happen. All knew. And I loved it. And it was just, if you look at a, I think it was being the elite or something. They had like a test run. And he was actually with a real hammer was hammering down one. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty cool. And then when it actually happened, it was beautiful. It was a good way to start off, you know, your um, your show as your first debut match. Mm-hmm. Showing like, you know what, fuck this. We're not, we're not you guys. I feel like that's what it is. It's a shot at WWE saying we're not you guys. We're going to show you how we're going to run things. And then Cody went on about his stuff. Yeah. I definitely have to agree with that. I did see a couple of interviews where Cody did talk about why he did that with the throne. And he said that was my sign of I'm ready to play ball. Like, yeah, WWE was there. And I appreciate what they've done for me. But we want to make wrestling great again. Mm-hmm. I wanna, we want to make pro wrestling fun again. Was that the interview where he was like, was had to sell the, the blood? He said yeah, the like blood he, on his he, face? He still had Dustin's blood all over mm-hmm. him, but he was just talking about passion about this company and the way he speaks highly about it is just you know gives me hope. Like you know, I had fun watching this pay per view. I remember the last time I had fun watching a show and marking out and bugging out, and that's what yeah. he wants to do. Like he wants to bring it back how it was back in the '90s, not Attitude Era, but the way we felt about wrestling. He he he. It's that's the problem. I think a lot of people they they want to like capture these like external things of the Attitude Era with, you know, the boobies and the violence and all that. Shout it's out not, to puppies! But it's not, it's not about that. It's the excitement. It's, 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 pe- it's performers being able to go out and express themselves and do what they do best. Exactly. We can't bring back the Attitude Era right now. Like, when people talk no, about that, and it's they want to bring back People are so fucking and, soft. And also, the, the, the whole point of this match, and I feel like going forward this will sort of be the the point of the Cody Rhodes character if you watched uh his promo on road to double or nothing he was like I'm not here to like fight my brother I'm here to kill the attitude era and his and his sort of justification of it was that 
you know, the Attitude Era happened, and it was this great event, and it, it was this explosion, and it changes everything. And then every, everything in wrestling after that is living in its shadow. I, like, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we are all fans in some way, shape, or form because of something related to the Attitude Era. I know I am. Shout out to Sable! Mm-hmm. Whoa. Can we discuss? I say I say Sable's name more than Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yes, those yeah. are childhood. Yes, it was, yes, we weren't allowed to watch this shit, but we did it anyway. And it's it's like it, it's like wrestling wrote this chapter, and it never sort of like all the chapters that have come since them since then have been these like responses to it. But I, I feel like Cody and them are sort of trying to write a new chapter. Mm-hmm. I have a question. I notice. What are you doing, sir? You're, 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 I'm just, you're rubbing I'm up your sleeves like you're going to punch I'm just, me. I'm, I'm just rolling up my sleeve, man. We're not going to have any gay bashing on my show. I'm I wouldn't joking. do that, man. Thank Shit. You, um, so I noticed that Cody took a sledgehammer to a throne, which is a direct shot at Triple H. Why did he not make a direct shot at Vince? Is this his way of saying, well, Vince, you're half dead anyway, so I'm talking to Triple H. Did you all notice that? Because technically, yeah. Triple H doesn't owe the company. No, he doesn't. But the shot was at Hunter, not Vince. So that's what I found weird. Like, was there, could there have been a way where he could have shot a, you know, something at Vince, perhaps? Can I, I mean, I, I will say that there's, there's three things about it. One, Triple H was the one who made the... Who, who made the, the comment the pissant at the, the pissant comment Two in being the elite, like they, they had a character that was essentially supposed to be triple H. they never really called out Vince, but they very specifically called out triple H three. Mm. I just thought that was interesting. Uh, Cody and the bucks, when they were negotiating with WWE, they were negotiating with triple H. So I, I feel like it's all in good fun. And four, let's be real here, just from a production standpoint, what looks cooler? Him breaking down like an office desk <laughs> or him breaking down a cool-looking Triple H throne? I, I, will, I will give you that. And I, another part I love, the fact that Brandy Rhodes handed him. I was like, go ahead, sis. Go ahead, sis, because I love Hell when a yeah. black woman fuck up shit. I love when she's like, take this goddamn. Yeah. I know, you know Cody Rhodes got some pussy that night. You of know. She, get, she broke it <laughs> She's like, take this goddamn slab I'm going to fuck your ass up when we get home. You know she gave it to him good, right? Oh, yeah. The you, poor she dog. Did. Do you all have sex in front of your pets? Because I never could do that. Because I wonder if I she put the dog out. Because I, I never could. You have pets. You I don't, don't have pets. You jerk. Who I doesn't? Mean, it happens. I have one. No, don't, don't, don't do it in front of the cat. Do you, what do you have? Oh. A cat or a dog? <laughs> it was a dog. Don't do it. You did it, it wasn't the dog. <laughs> Dogs remember everything. It was the dog's fault. No, Although, no, you don't come in my room. You know what's exactly. Up. The door's no. You know what's happening. Good. Although I, I will say that I, I do remember watching a video in high school of two people going at it on a couch, and then the camera literally like pans over to a dog like chewing a, like a chew toy. Its head is going back and forth, and then it whips back to this girl. Anyway, so yeah, so Cody and Dustin, um, man, dogs don't give a shit. Dogs do not give a. Literally, I see homeless people with dogs. Dogs don't care. If you just treat them nicely, a dog will stay with you whether you're hungry. You can beat the hell out of a dog, and a dog will still love you. Whoa. Do you know how badly you have to treat a dog for it to run away from you? Like, Seriously. there are homeless people with the dogs are just chilling with them. Like, oh, guess we homeless together. You know, so it's like, you can literally be Whoa. fucking a girl, and the dog is just like, I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, my you cat go. keeps it, and then she walks out because she knows what's up. See, cats are oh. judgmental. They're like, look at this whore right here. And then they walk away. But dogs 
those are like, I don't give a shit. Like that what? look right after, like, bitch, I know what you think. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true. Cats are so judgy. Nez, what the, what the hell is going Sorry, on? Sorry, have I digressed? I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get back to the match. Cody killed his brother Dustin. There was blood. He killed him like three times. There was so much blood. I haven't seen this much blood since my last menstruation. It was blood everywhere. It was on my mind because those were not blood packets. Can I say that, like, I remember watching Gold Dust when I was in, like, grade school, like, early grade school. And, like,. He could still go, man. This man has been wrestling for nearly 30 years. This was one of the frustrating things with WWE, and it's like there's so many more guys that I'm frustrated with in WWE, but it's like you have this, like, legend in Goldust who can he's – been, he's been back in the company since, like, 2012, 2013, yeah. and he can still fucking go. And he's – and he's relegated to like a mid card comedy act. Ooh. It's like there, there's no nothing, there's no other presentation we can do with him. We can't send him to NXT. We can't, we can't have him work a short program. There's nothing else that we can do with Not him. Not to mention, they watered down Goldust to the point oh where he was God. unrecognizable well, as Goldust. I mean, no. this could this could be a larger discussion of like why did Goldust never really become a main eventer because he should have in the nineties. And he didn't, and I don't know but why. Like children now, they they saw Goldust, and it was like, oh yeah, that stupid guy. Not no. knowing the Goldust we knew when we used to watch like yeah, oh, this shit yeah. on television. So they totally, they totally dropped the ball on his last run. I mean, they, but this they man dropped. wrestled his brother, and first of all, we got Pyro, which yes. we haven't yeah. seen Pyro, and we got Color because Dustin was bleeding like a stuck pig. Oh my god, there was blood everywhere. What do you guys think yeah, of the match? It was, the match was fantastic. It was great. Oh Blood everywhere, all over the ring, all over Cody. It was just everywhere. It brought yeah. me back. And it was also very classic. Like, it wasn't one of those high-flying. It was very tactical, and it was very classic, and I loved it. Nez? I ain't going to lie. I cried like a bitch. Oh! At the end. Shout yeah. out to men crying. Not I e- love when men cry. Not even the end to the beginning. Before, the, when the bell rung, mm. the crowd was chanting Dusty. Oh, yes. my and God, it, yes. That was, that was amazing. Oh, and Dusty's so proud. His yeah, two does. sons are headlining a, a new pay-per-view of a, a totally new organization. Like, yes. And then I mean, the ending, when they started crying so together, was yes. amazing. Another chest to chest. It's different when brothers hug. It's totally different, but it was still a touching moment. Especially when one of them is bleeding like he's halal food. Oh, God, yes. No. He was, oh, he was wow. Bleeding. Are we just going to skip past that? No, we, <laughs> there are no disclaimers. There are no disclaimers, sir. No. No, but... Uh, I, I saw a review of the match. First off, like you have to consider uh, these two wanted to have this match in WWE for years. They absolutely did. And yes. WWE basically told them, we're not doing it. Nobody wants this. this that, was li- that was their literal... Yeah, that was their literal no one, no one wants, wants to see this. Yeah. That, no one like, cares. Who? You never <laughs> asked us because I wanted to see it. That was their literal what you just said. Yeah, no one was, wants to see this that. This was supposed to be a WrestleMania match years it ago. It could have been a SummerSlam match. It could have been a Survivor Series match. It could have been any of those. It wasn't. It was a Fastlane match. It was a, it was a throwaway Fastlane match. <laughs> And these these two are, you know, Cody is in his prime. I know a lot of people say Dustin's not in his prime. Obviously, he's not. But, like, he can still fucking go. Yeah. And yes. these two are, are I, I saw, like, a review where, where somebody was saying that, like, they're, they're artists who are out there 
painting in a world that like forgot how to paint and it's just like holy shit like that is exactly what what it is these are these are guys that were born into this business and they're like there's so much there's there's so much to it it's almost like yeah like the dusty element they're like almost like you got to consider too like dusty was in charge of so much of like the booking and the management of of NXT, uh, just yeah. uh, but NXT, but also just like wasn't Starcade like Dusty's creation? Wasn't War Games like Dusty's creation? And these two, uh, you know, Dusty was like McMahon was like Vince's rival in the eighties, and these two are like fulfilling like almost like a destiny of 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 headlining this show, of having this amazing match that they were never allowed to have. Mm-hmm. They could finally do it on their way. What it got me is, Dustin's been wrestling for almost 30 years. Yeah. And if you think about it, he and The Undertaker kind of started in the same yeah. fashion. Mm-hmm. Goldust looked better in the ring than The Undertaker's looked as of late. Yeah. So much better. It, it, I just want you all to think about that. That Goldust and The Undertaker started their careers roughly the same year. Now look how the two of them, and you can't say, well, The Undertaker's put his body on the line more. No, no, Goldust has done that as well. So just think about how The Undertaker wrestles now and how Goldust, and that match was great. He and his brother told me a story. Yes. It looked good. Not only did he pull Cody's pants down, which oh was God, often. Right. Yes. Yeah, he did. Yeah. We got nudity. We got <laughs> pyro. We got pyro. We got nudity. I was like, oh, I love this match. We got like kind of like incestual nudity yeah. too. Oh, it's, it's a little. Great. Shout out whoa. to that. I love incest. This yes. was a whoa. Match. And Brandy Rhodes got <laughs> Brandy Rhodes got ejected. Can we talk about the ejection spot? Yo. This is something that has been going on since I was a kid. So, for those of you who don't know the ejection spot, there's a manager on the outside who's doing something shady, and finally, after maybe the eighth time, the referee looks and sees what they're doing. So, they go outside, there's always the argument where the person's like, I don't know what you're talking about, and then they get ejected. Why does the crowd pop so... Because this is a very stupid spot. Because it's awesome, and it is (laughs) stupid. It's fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid, and it works every time. When I say... Jack Dempsey's erupted when Brandy Rose <laughs> was ejected. You would think Stone Cold was at Jack Dempsey's. And it was like, and when I was a kid, that spot used to tickle the shit out of me. Like, oh, mommy, mommy, he's going to get ejected. It's like, this is a fake sport. And they're being sent to the locker room to go yeah. watch it from backstage. It's like, and that homie just yoked her up and just dragged <laughs> out of the fucking ring. And he ejected Brandy Rhodes, and I immediately started screaming racism because, like, how do you eject me, only black person at the <laughs> arena? Like, you know. I mean, I guess, but you've got like one guy at this point who, like I said, he ceased to be a human, and now he's literally like, uh, like halal food. But come on, she that was a little the racist. Shit out of him, though. Yeah. That was a great spear. Earl Hebner, yeah, she speared him, which mm-hmm. I was like, check her out, and then Earl Hebner, who. Who knew that yeah, was still wait, a thing? Hey, yeah. like, shout out to fucking shout Earl Hebner. That guy yeah. fucked Bret Hart. He ejected. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe you mean fucked up Bret Hart, perhaps? Or do you have something going to do now? <laughs> In any event, he ejects Bro- uh, Brandy Rhodes. The crowd, the Jack Dempsey's, everyone went crazy. I thought that was great. But the end of the match. Should we talk? Should, can I pass around the Kleenex? That was so beautiful. He told his brother, I love you, oh, and I fuck. need you for the next... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nez, oh, you cried. Fuck. How do you... T- tell us. Go. T- tell us your feelings. How did that make you feel, Sal? It made me feel so good inside to see two brothers mm. that loving, you know, the same business that they loved their whole lives, 
their father was amazing at it and now they're amazing at it and just to see them go at it and then at the end of the match just emotionally just they couldn't uh, they couldn't do couldn't do it it's okay (laughs) i'm so like he's getting choked up i I don't want to i can't do it here i cannot can't do it here i can't well i know why i know why dustin was choked up because he was passing out but what did you all (laughs) think of that (laughs) he didn't know what was going on he thought it was monday he didn't know (laughs) he had lost so much blood he thought he was at the circus he didn't know he's like is this tna It was such a great match. And, you know, Cody came out and then we came in. Dustin, like, shook up. Like, oh, fuck. Like, he got really shook. But that speech that Cody gave that, you know what, I don't need a tag team partner. I don't need a friend. I need my brother. Yes. And then they're going to be having a match with the Young Bucks. Yes. This is going to be, oh, my God, this match, I'm so looking forward to it. But that moment, it was beautiful. It was so good. I I loved it. it. You know, it's interesting with Cody. I feel like. Because he's surrounded by all this greatness with Kenny, with the Bucks, when he was in Bullet Club, all those guys. Like, you, you forget how, like, amazing he is and how, like, in a fucking zone that he is. And what, like, a, and how far he's come. Like, he, he asked for a release from a company that was, that was paying him, like, a, like, like enough to, to make a, a very comfortable living. It's true. And because he women, wanted more. Black women never let you quit a job. Yeah, oh, they will make your ass work. You never go home to a black we woman. He got her to quit the job, too. <laughs> and, and it just, like, it was so great. And then it, it was so emotional and, like, I was the same way as Nez, so and like, but but let me just say one last thing. It also my immediate thought was, oh, when he turns on him again, it's gonna hurt so bad. Oh my god! He's gonna oh. He's gonna lure us in. So I'm just gonna do a quick thumbs up across the table that match because I found nothing wrong. Thumbs up. I wish yeah. I had more thumbs. Unanimous. Thumbs for those of you listening at home, that was a unanimous thumbs up. Yeah. So funny you should mention Young Bucks, darling. The Young Bucks were there defeating the Lucha Brothers. Uh. Match was so good. There was some spots where I was like, "Wow, was that whoa!" Like they literally look like acrobats. This was there. a tag team match of the night. Yes, yes, definitely. Can I say that like there there is a narrative of there's an anti flip narrative in sort of these old timey wrestling people. The Young Bucks are the only ones that get to do this. All right, they're the only them and Ricochet are the only ones that yeah. get to do this. Shout like out to they're Ricochet. so good. Oh my god! It's so you know it, at at All In, um, they they oh, main evented that show. Ricochet and All In, and, and oh talk my slow. god, talk slow, <laughs> <laughs> Teddy, Teddy, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm here. No, <laughs> but uh, at All In, their match got cut short for whatever reason and they had like the fucking most insane amazing 11 minute match i remember me and scott yeager shout out to scott yeager we're, yes, we're sitting here, here yes, yes. and we were just like he was just i was just like was that like the best 11 minute match you've ever seen he was like oh my god yes this time they got a chance to actually have some time and not have to literally be like running to their next spot and it was awesome so, am I the only one who gets a young Hardy Boy vibe from the Young Bucks? Do you all see what I see? I've always said that. I've yeah. always very, discussed very that. Very young Hardy I mean, vibe. I love brothers. Them. 
Yeah, I do. But there's uh, something about tag team brothers that I don't want you doing any Eiffel oh. Towers, darling. I don't want oh. you. Goodness, no, no Eiffel Towers. Oh, Man. shout out to uh, Ali Pinnell. Um, oh, dear. Oh, I think there's a story there we'll tell off the Yeah. Air, also, shout out to Sig with the tongue ring. Um, oh, excuse <laughs> me. I'll tell, you guys, I'll tell you guys the story later. Yes. Um, we'll put that in the outtakes. No, What's but uh, it, the, the, the Young Bucks are sort of like the next generation of what the Hardys were, weren't they? Like the way that, like. There was like Michael Jordan, and then like Kobe Bryant was sort of like the the next generation of that. Yeah, but they yeah. They, they they remind me of what the Hardy oh, started yeah. out as mm-hmm. before you know Crystal Meth. But yes, the, the, oh, the, the for young, fucking for real. The, yeah, the young bugs. I was very impressed with them. There were some spots there that I was like, all right, I'm watching you all. I'm watching mm-hmm. you all. And the Lucha Brothers hung in there with them. So yeah. Have you not seen them any like Young Bucks matches? I am totally. I was a babe in the woods watching AEW. I'm. Yes. I'm going to uh, find a way to get you access to some Young Bucks matches. Send me some links, oh. please. They're all on Actually, YouTube. I could. I went to an Indies match. Uh, what? Maybe uh, it was a show in Brooklyn. Oh, and shout out to Brooklyn. And they were giving out Young Bucks merch, and I bought a DVD set with. Um, oh. Couple of matches, like a two disc DVD set. What? I can hand you that, and you can watch how amazing yeah. these guys work. Yeah, dude, like te- Teddy. Like what, Teddy's gonna come here next week. He's gonna be like the biggest indie mark. Yeah, he's gonna he's come gonna out. Like, he's gonna have like the Bullet Club shirt. He's gonna have <laughs> the fucking. They're not bad looking either. They so are not. They are not. I enjoyed watching. Wait, them. they 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 aren't, they aren't really like aren't they really? Well, they've got like a cute Wolverine vibe, and I think I forgot oh, for Nick a second Jackson, that they yeah. were twins because they yeah, like but twins they just. Point. The, I mean, like, like, good for them, but uh, anyway, let's I, just I'm move afraid, on. I'm afraid it's falling on deaf ears, darling. That's one you're gonna not have to as good as Penta. Oh, Wait, is Penta? Which one? What are the the, the Lucha Bros again, or the uh, the the what, what are their names again? It's Ray and Penta. Penta yes, Pentagon Junior. He does the the Pentagon. this this thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't, I'm not into gang symbols. Shout out to the Latin <laughs> to the Latin <laughs> King. Shout out to them who I ride the trade with each night. But, uh, yes. Oh. So, yes. Um, okay, so we had a belt unveiling. Can we just talk about Bret Hart? Oh, my God. Bendito. He's, he, he, unfortunately, he died and no one's told him. <laughs> That's, oh. Can someone tell Bret Hart he's dead? Because it was like the Crypt Keeper was... Well, he died at that Hall of Fame ceremony, so... And the young man made fun of him being attacked Yo. by a fan. And but he was, was still fun. limping to the ring, and I'm like, oh my God, can someone help him? Yes. <laughs> he needs one of those rascal scooters that you get, you know, the commercials. Yo. Call this number for your free well, hover, hover round. You yeah. know this spot was originally supposed to be Ric Flair, who, who actually, like, like... May have died a, f- a few times. Yeah, actually, oh, yeah, he, he was like in the hospital. Yes. He, yeah, he was <laughs> in the hospital. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and and uh, but like seeing Brett there is fine. Seeing him like not get attacked by a random fan is also <laughs> fine. <laughs> no one was more happy than that than Bret Hart. There, there's a whole generation of people that's just gonna know Bret Hart as the guy that got got attacked at the, the hall. The old guy. That got I was actually waiting for it. Like, is someone gonna try to come in now? Is the security here okay? He was paranoid. If Dustin Rhodes didn't know what day it was, if Dustin Rhodes didn't know what day it was because of the blood laws, Bret Hart certainly didn't know why he was there. He's like, wait a minute, is this uh, <laughs> Orange is the New Black? He didn't know what show he was on. What, what am I doing here? Where's Sean? <laughs> Fuck Sean. <laughs> Like, oh, he's like, where's Jim? No, Jim died, Brent. Pay attention. He was confused. Whoa. He sees Earl. He's like, you're not going to screw me, right, Earl? <laughs> Earl's like, what oh, do I say? Earl Hebner. 
Well, let's move it on. The main event saw one Chris Jericho oh. defeating one Kenny Omega. What do you all think of the main event? Right. Silence. Uh, no yeah. one. Oh, yeah, dear. it's fine. It's this is not the first show that I've gone to where there's like all these amazing undercard matches and the Kenny Omega matches on last, and it's great. But it's just like you're. You're so exhausted from the greatness of the show. The damn show was 18 hours. I thought WrestleMania was long. AEW was long. Like, one of these last three matches probably should have opened the show. Like, to be honest. Honestly, the Cody versus Dustin should have been the main event. Yeah, I would have seen that as a main event. Maybe put the Young Bucks on first, perhaps. And then have Cody. Oh, yeah, to get everybody pumped up. Yeah. Yeah. I would have seen. Chris Jericho, for someone who is a little out of shape, he could also still go. Oh, no, he was great in this match. Yeah, yeah. but Kenny you could see he was more physically, you could see, oh, you've gained some weight. But he was still out there with Kenny Omega, yeah. a boy much younger than him. So he still was able to hang in there and still do a deep. I think they maybe botched one spot that I counted. But one or two, but it wasn't like obvious ones, but yeah. they still had the flow. But it was like two o'clock in the morning. I just wanted to go home at this point. But yes, they yeah. did. Jericho's entrance was great. Like he oh. brought out those four phases of Jericho. That was amazing. I love yeah. it. Like, that I love was perfect. It. It was I love that. I mean, uh, he should have done more. He should have done like Monday night uh, Jericho, whatever yeah. thing, you know, the, whatever he had in the WCW. He should have brought out that fat guy from night. What's his name again? Ralphus. You guys don't remember Ralphus? You guys ever watched WCW? Guys, were you even alive when WCW was around? Barely. Yeah, there we go. I think I was still in the nutsack. Oh, Oh. Oh. (laughs) shout out to nutsacks or semen. I was gonna go, but okay. Both works. Goodness. No, in the fat man you're discussing is Kevin Owens. Oh, so yeah, I think Chris Jericho did a great job. He broke Kenny's nose in like the first five minutes. Yeah, I don't watch indies, but I know who Kenny Omega isn't. He like the biggest indie guy out there. Yeah, he's the Stone Cold Steve Austin of indies right now. Everything. Kenny Omega is, you know, he's Cher. He's the cleaner. Yeah, no. <laughs> are uh, you okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, just, darling. Are you I all right? Was, I love me some Kenny, but the ending of the match was got me sliding all okay, over. So I will piece. hand it to you. After Kenny was defeated, what happened, darling? Take it away. So Chris Jericho went off and how we ain't shit. Yes. And he wasn't wrong. Fickle. And the beautiful second coming of John Moxley that come, came come. down shield style. And then had the audacity, the DDT, dirty so deeds. For those of you, for those of people at home oh. who don't know who John Moxley is, who's John Moxley, darling? Mr. Dean Ambrose. Yes. Oh, the un- oh, the unstable former lunatic fringe. But and Dean oh. Ambrose was at AEW. Yes. What'd you all think of this? I think I thought it was great. See, the the the, the him coming in through the crowd reminded me of two things. It definitely reminded me of the Shield. Also reminded I think that was me. On purpose. Also reminded me of, of Scott Hall. Like, it's interesting how it can kind of, like, reference both things. Shout out to Scott. Um, and, like, it, it, it was a great, great way to end the, the show. If you guys haven't had a chance to uh, listen to... He just did a podcast with Jericho where he talks yeah. all about... She was listening to it I on was the way listening to that on Yes, the way I here. was also listening and to it on the way here. Oh, I'm he, also not... Finished. He went in and yes. made me just... I don't want to watch WWE anymore. Not just because of his experience, 
but it's very similar to what's going on with a lot of the wrestlers under that. Yes. And that's why I have hope in AEW. Even if it lasts a month, even if it lasts six months, they're going to give us the greatest six months of our lives compared yeah. to the bullshit that we've been watching for the past couple weeks. And he, he said it where he was like, I think that their creative process sucks. And if there's one thing I want to get out of AEW, it's to get them to sort of change their perspective and their mindset. Yes. And, that, and just like that, like him showing up at the end of the show, him being this guy that's like one of the most recognizable guys in WWE, mm-hmm. one of the most like... I'm not saying his, his, his criticisms aren't valid, but he's been positioned as like one of the stars of that company yep. for years. And him it's showing up here kind of just adds an extra little bit of legitimacy. Not that they need an ex-WWE guy for legitimacy, but it just it, it was the perfect ending note. It was the perfect like last little, little cherry on top. The crowd popped. Mm-hmm. Crazy. There were a few WWE guys sprinkled in there, but yes. that pop. That was, did, oh my goodness. Dean that Ambrose, John Moxley coming oh. out. But you guys ever remember when you were in school when you were a kid? And you got in trouble in school, and you know that fucking cunt of a teacher of called your parent, and you know that scary walk you were going home because you knew your mom or your dad or your grandmother was going to tap that ass when you got home. Mm. That's how Renee Young went to work the next day because she yeah. knows, like, fuck. You know, just uh, like that Dean Ambrose <laughs> shut up. You know she was walking so gingerly backstage, like, uh, hey, 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 guys. Everyone's yeah. looking at her. Oh, look at this bitch. Look at her. I mean, does she or does she or is she like, Oh, hey, my husband has an in with TNT who has a lot of sports programming and a lot. But like, if con- anything, she's got leverage. Is, she, but her contract is still alive and kicking now. So mm, she could get the backlash. She could she's definitely get, get backlash. So see, I don't think, see, I don't think it's going to happen because I think WWE looks at her and they're like, this is like one of our best fucking people. Uh, this is one of our best broadcasters, one of our best announcers. If if she she can walk out of WWE and walk into a job with ESPN or CBS Sports oh, or TNT, it. like she she'll said. be fine. Shout out to ESPN. Corey Graves is about to blow up. I can just see it right now. Corey Graves <laughs> is going to talk the most amount of shit on. Oh that. yeah. Well. Corey Graves has his own problem. hits in this Monday, which I was very surprised because I was waiting for them to put some hits in. Yeah. Well, Sami Zayn, he, he, he said, you all going to ask me about AEW. First of all, that was the most stupidest crowd. <laughs> then again, I guess they're in Kansas because that oh, would have been my yeah. first question is, did you watch Double or Nothing on Saturday? Pop. Boom, mic yes. drop. It, it, it is funny like watching somebody say the crowd is full the crowd is full of stupid people and then they show the crowd and you're just like Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. No, they have a point. The only thing, the yeah. only place worse than Kansas is Kentucky. So shout yeah, out to my real. ex-boyfriend. Or Miss, Mississippi. Alabama. Sucking the fun out of it again. So for Florida. those of you wondering, well, where the hell is Raw and SmackDown talk? We are going to put on a second podcast this week. That's right, you get two podcasts this week for the price of one. It's like when you have sex with your boyfriend and he comes twice, which is rare, so rare. So. So that's what we're going to do. So you all will be here. This is your ending now. I am going to have to pull double duty on Raw and SmackDown come tomorrow. But you lovely people listening to it. There are two podcasts coming your way this weekend. So before we go, Kevin Wood, Nez, April, give AEW a grade and please be generous. I'm giving it an A. Oh, 
is the perfect is the i mean granted like this is sort of the second one of these all in was the first all in was sort of like this weird combination of ring of honor and all this other stuff this is a great uh first note for this company they got areas that they need to improve in and they have areas that they're that they're already fucking great in and Wait, I don't think an A has ever been given on this show. I'm trying and, to search uh, my memory. I don't think an A has ever been given. And I just hope that they can create an atmosphere to make wrestling better, to make lives better, lives and opportunities better for talent. Uh, I don't want them to like put WWE out of business. I want WWE to be better. I want them to be better. I want the talent to be able to like uh, have opportunities. And I think it's a great way to start. And I'm gonna give it an A. For you, lady, ladies first. Excuse me, that's ladies first. I give it an A. What? This is two A's in one episode. I think this is. I think this is the only time I've given an A to something. I don't think in (laughs) an eighty. Epi- this is episode 85? 84, 85? Like that. In, in 85 episode, I don't think anyone has ever given a double A. Oh, shout out to Arn Anderson. So, Nez, what is your grade for this show? I'll give it an A as well. Whoa! <laughs> Triple A! I don't Isn't think that I've ever had an A. Olé. I think that's a Greek yeah. fraternity. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that's also This a, was a great pay-per-view. Yeah. And, like, I gotta definitely agree with you, like, everyone's talking about, like, oh, AZ was gonna put WWE out of business. They're not going to. Yes. They're not going to, but... We want people in WWE to look at this as an example of you want your fans back, do what you're not doing right now. The yeah. shit that you're doing right now, cut the whole creative team, start new, do and it. actually listen to us. That's because hard. Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, even I think Tony Khan, the owner yeah. of AEW, they're listening to us. They want to be better because of us. And I'm here for it. Yes. Give me a from you. Um, it was just, it's something new, and that's what I loved about it. Yes. I'll continuously say that because. AEW is not obviously yeah, they're not trying to be WWE. They're not trying to take them out of business, you know, because a, uh, WWE is a business and they're always going to be the staple of wrestling. But AEW is bringing something more to the table where they're like, "This is what we're doing. How are you going to fire back? How? Because that's exactly what they're doing. They're losing their fans because everybody's like, "Look, this is this is what we're doing, and WWE is not doing exactly what they want us to." Yeah. Look, I don't think anybody's watched Raw and SmackDown on TV and like who. Yeah. Well, we'll get to them tomorrow. Yeah. So I, I feel, I feel a bit pressured. So I'm just going to be give the safe and say eighty. Yeah. yeah. Did you genuinely enjoy it? Like for what you saw? Be, for someone who has never seen any of these people before, I was very much pleased. I was entertained. It was a bit too long. I would have given it a B, but I don't want to be the odd man out. So I'm just going to say A. Outside from the outside of the length. Which is something I rarely ever complain about. Oh! This show is very good. I was thoroughly entertained. So if you're listening, Cody, Brandy, anyone from AEW, you just got four A's from the Yep, I Like Wrestling podcast. So, so, April, I will give this to you. April, take us home. Say goodbye. Say damn thing. Thank you guys for joining us for the 80. I want to say 85. 85th episode of Yep, I Like Wrestling. Also, if you are in the Yep, I Like Wrestling public page, make sure you check out the Unpopular Review. Yes. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right after Raw, right after SmackDown, right after NXT. Also, give us a follow on Instagram at UPRYEPILW. We have clips. We have surprises. We have events. And check out our latest episode with myself and the many-faced god, Stefan Duviella, as we gave our AEW review. Uh, are, we doing a, are we doing a show for uh, 
Blood Money Money it's 2 next super week. Show, oh, Super sir. Showdown. The Super the Showdown. We show. will be at Jack Dempsey's for the Super Show. We will be here for Stomping Grounds. We, if oh, yeah, if your girlfriend's grounds. pregnant, have Great the Great Balls of Fire? Oh, God. You know, Great balls of fire. what I Bring do at Game back. Pride is my business. <laughs> so oh. I am the Graves' general manager, and tonight I was joined by... Kevin Wood. Oh, I was also joined by... The Brooklyn Wolf of Makeup. This is April, you heard. And last but not least, grabbing up the rear... <laughs> the incredible intern, <laughs> Guadalupe. Guadalupe. <laughs> oh, Guadalupe. Thank you all for joining me. And Sonny, Harry back already. You have a job to do. All right, guys, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Hey. Go call your Rubas. Get out. Bye. Fuck Baron Corbin. Oh. Yeah. Fuck Roman Reigns. <laughs> no. Also suck it, Sig. I would love oh. to.